0: Welcome in, welcome in, welcome once again to the newest edition of 3 in, 3 out, the most unique Seahawks recap podcast out there. I'm your host, Clinton Bonner. Find me out on Twitter at Clinton Bon, and I am joined by the one, the only, the great Brandon Schultz. Find him out on Twitter at Pod, and we are coming in I don't know. I am hoping this is a low Brandon. I'm hoping this is this is the valley. I hope I hope we've I hope we've reached the bottom here. Cause a second overtime loss in a young season to drop us to two and four against a team that we have a crap history against with bad referee calls. We dropped 23-20 to the Steelers in overtime in a game where we had unsung heroes could have should have and would have been heroes if not for a few a few mistakes. So, so now we're 2 and 4, Brandon. So as we hit this 3 and 3 out, how's how's your mentals? How's your chickens? What's going on with you?
1: You know, that's awfully optimistic of you to think that this could be rock bottom after just one game with our backup quarterback into an unknown stretch of games with the backup quarterback. That's I I, I applaud your optimism.
0: <laughs> I, uh, you know, sometimes you could be glass half full. You could be glass half empty. I just say, grab the garden hose of life there, Brandon. Right. <laughs> so just, just, just turn on full blast. Yeah, just <laughs> drink from the hose, all that good, that good bacteria we took in as a kid didn't hurt us none. Right. Just, just bathe in, in life here. And yes, I, I hope, I hope you're right. I'm, I certainly am an optimist. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to talk about it. This was, we talked about it before we got on there was a lot of, this was, well, A, it was fun. It was actually an, inter, an entertaining game, Sansa, uh, maybe the first half, but it was a fun game. We, we got a lot out of the Seahawks, came up a little short, and I don't know, there, was, there were still things here that make me believe we're not that bad, like that we're, we're closer to good. And I know that might sound insane. I still think we're closer to good than we are bad really if you
1: break it down by quarter there was really only one really bad quarter and right. and then one really bad play in overtime that led to the loss ultimately but
0: outside the second quarter you know it it didn't look too bad it yeah exactly first quarter was a bit of a slog fest but and we'll talk you know this and plays we're going to go in and out of course here it's what we do but you're right. Second quarter well, was well, and an I was absolute... thinking
1: of the defense really uh, shutting down the Steelers' course. offense yeah, no, they, in the first played, quarter. So there was good they, stuff to take away out of the first quarter.
0: Exactly. They they, they played a good. They, they they was it was these pockets. It's it's this thing where pretty much we have a theme going. We're like, oh, was it a complete game. Um, you know, a we didn't play a complete game. We played pockets of a good game. We barely lost, and you know what? That you know, I have to probably come to grips when those are the things that are happening. <laughs> you're probably not a good team. You're probably, you're, you might not be a good team, especially when you don't have your, you know, Hall of Fame quarterback out there. And, you know, we're not going to talk, I'm not going to, I don't have that much Gino on this sheet. So just saying out of the gate that people are rushing for Cam Newton, like, Oh no. one once Gino, Gino in the second half in overtime was something like 15 for 18, with like 160 yards. Like Gino was fine. I've seen way lesser quarterbacks win NFL games. Geno was fine.
1: I don't know what more you would expect that Cam Newton would be able to bring in place of Geno Smith. So I I, and maybe that's just me thinking they're about the same guy at this point in their career. And maybe, Cam, there's more question with with him, with his health than, gosh, with his attitude. You have to wonder about that. Geno has a much better outlook and and. Uh, persona about him, I feel like that. Uh, that I, I think he would be able to. I, you can already tell that he has respect within the locker room, and would Cam bring that? Sure, um, but what are you going to do? It, it's such. It's it's so temporary. Why would you? It, it just doesn't seem like Cam is one of those guys. That, okay, if you know your starter is going to be out for the long term rest of the season, then maybe.
0: Yeah. Then, then it's still a maybe. Got to learn a playbook. He's going to bring all his hats. You got to remember that. You got to give him an extra room just for his hats. Practically That's needs
1: two lockers just to <laughs> he store he his wardrobe. He needs a second
0: locker. You know, who, who's paying for that in this economy? Who's <laughs> paying for a second locker? So there's it's just this 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 frenzy. This frenzy around Gino, I think, is is just dumb. I think it's a big charade. People grasping at straws. But on the flip side of that, Brandon, before we do get into these delicious nooks and crannies, which we will – I do want to turn your attention. I know we got to get into this game, Brandon. Who is our opponent next week?
1: New Orleans Saints.
0: What is the Saints' record?
1: They are three and three, I think. Three
0: and two. Three and two. I had a bye yes. this week. That's okay? right. They're three and two. Panthers right. three and three. Correct. If you go up and down the NFC, like I, I know I I might be a Pollyanna, but I don't care. Like I'm looking at facts here. Cardinals, Rams, okay, book them, they're in. Packers, yep, winning their division, they're in. All right, Vikings, Bears at three and three. Cowboys, five and one, book them, they're in. Nobody else in that division's making a stink. Buccaneers, yep, they're winning their division. Then you got the Saints at three and two, and the Panthers at three and three. It's like, I know we're not winning right now. This Saints game, this is actually, it might be the, this might be it. Like this actually might be the season really, really kind of early for us because then we're going, you know, we'd be behind the saints by multiple games and then They'd the Vikings are already ahead of us. Yeah.
1: You, you, you and, have to and worry about tie-breaker. tiebreakers with some of these teams like the totally. Vikings and you got the bears late in the season that they're at three and three. Uh, fortunately, you hold it over the 49ers at the moment and you have to wonder if they're going to go anywhere with their quarterback situation, all their injuries.
0: No, they're not that good.
1: Yeah. So they're, they're, I, they're not they're, that good.
0: Yeah. There's now,
1: do you want to be the team that gets in at 10, seven? And yes. Yeah, I do. Check.
0: Yes. Yes. I was <laughs> yes. just, Everything. I was
1: beginning to ask the question because that's I the question you. that yeah, has to be Now I asked. understand.
0: Oh, you know, Oh, we could get, let's get a higher second round pick. No, go, go, go try to win. Now go try to win right now because we, we, I know it doesn't happen that often in football happens kind of more in other sports. But it does happen. It does happen where the 6th seed, maybe the 7th seed, can make a run. And if he can make a run, you never know. You never know what, what the freak could happen in football. It is a brutal, brutal game. And there are ups and downs. And hey, some of these best teams we, that I just said are locked to the playoffs, they might not even make the playoffs. We'll see. You know, We'll see how, how it all crumbles.
1: And you know you're going to be facing a division winner. And... Yeah, if that division winner now, if now if it's the Packers and you got to travel there, that's going to be tough. You got to travel to Tampa. Oh, it's winter time. It's
0: all tough. It's all yeah. But yeah. if, it's, I mean, it's, if nice... it's
1: Arizona or the Rams, you want to knock them out in the first round. So yeah, yes. I absolutely want to yeah. see that game.
0: Let's so not. Let's just. Like, there's there's a lot of hey, let's let's just go for the higher second round pick and let's admit this is it. No, it's not. It's it's still not over. If we lose to the Saints and we're at. Two and five. Um, I'm probably singing a very, very different tune. I, but I eight, will wait till the bye week. No. It, there, there you go. I like it. I like <laughs> if, it. But it's not over, man. It is like for everybody out there that's like sell this, that, the other thing. It's like, man, can you just look at that? There was good stuff. And we will get into some of that along with some crap that just get healthy, get right, sneak into the playoffs and you can still make some noise that they don't give up. Do never give up the hope that you can make a friggin' run ever.
1: (laughs) Sounds like uh, you could give the locker room speech right now, Clinton.
0: Well, if we had Cam Newton, I I, I don't know if there'd be room for me because all his friggin' hats. So enough with that already. Let's get to the ins and outs. We take the loss. We got to start with an out. Hit the whammy. Let's rock and roll. All right, we're gonna we're gonna start at the end because um, T.J. Watt showed up two times. In that's both overtime, right? This you showed up overtime? a little bit in this game. Yeah, I showed up a. Little, yeah, I showed up a lot. I, of it. I'm, I'm um, guessing
1: there's some some bruises on our running back, Alex Collins, like in the ribs and. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dents yeah, I mean, in the helmet throw, from from
0: throw, throwing haymakers, yeah, punches. Was, yeah. Yeah, and people were like, "Oh, this is not a penalty." I'm like, "You're you out of your free What you, He was He was aiming for the ball. He swung yeah, I, 6
1: times and he hit the ball <laughs> once.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's one thing if you're cam chancelloring the thing like going, you know, Calvin Johnson across the across the finish line there and then of course you got a K, you know, KJ right out of the end zone like Spider-Man did, which was beautifully illegal but somehow didn't get called. Love that play. He's he's just throwing haymakers. The guy stood up and he's just pounding on on him. So, yeah. Anyway, um my out here is is the fumble, and this is not for Gino. I just went into a whole soliloquy of like why it's not Gino. We send the entire the entire right-hand side, including DJ Dallas and, and our center and our guard and our tackle to the r- to, to the right side. TJ Watts left side. And I'm laughing because he makes the friggin' play. Collinsworth talks about this. My out is for Kyle Fuller because. In the entire play, he doesn't touch one human being until the ball's lost. Ooh. He doesn't touch. Go back and watch the play. He doesn't touch one human in that entire sequence. And the, the last guy that TJ Watt sprints by to, to get back to sprinting Geno, it's Kyle Fuller. He is completely flat-footed. Now, I am not trying to like, oh, TJ Watt looking like he could obviously make the hall of fame and what is tantamount to basically a backup center, like a very, you know, below average center in the NFL. I get all that. He's flat footed. And as a NFL player, like you got a dude storming back. You overloaded that side to prevent TJ Watt from doing that. And you didn't stop him and he didn't move your feet and he didn't get a hand on anybody. So it's just gotta be what it is that He's wearing the giant fat O, because that's just a fail, man.
1: If your primary job is blocking and on the play, you, you can't even register what would be considered a block, let alone <laughs> no. many blocks. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's, that is, uh, that's worthy of the first out.
0: Yeah. You know, it's like, what am I going to do with a gun rack? Right. So that's, uh, that, that's, it is amazing. And what are we you know, going to do with Kyle Fuller? Yeah. What are we going to do? What, when, when is Postick uh, back? I thought he was, he was back coming, this coming back. Right. Right. So, you know what, it's not that Fuller's been dreadful.
1: I, I really, though, I don't know how much of an upgrade you're getting between those two guys. Honestly,
0: I don't know either. And I know we get into the nitty gritty and we do nitpick. That's what we do. We pick nits here on three and three out. But if you don't lay a hand on the dude, and you're you're literally flat-footed as Watt blows by you to make the play, well, then you're going to get called out in this show, and that that's that's the bottom yeah. line. Like we we lose the game because of that play, and you're not moving your feet and not using your hands. So, you know, no no no, no comprende here. In his defense,
1: in his defense, he did only register one pressure uh, by Pro Football Focus standards.
0: Like I said, I, I don't think he's been an abject disaster. I, in some ways, he's been good. And I don't have I don't have Collins on the inside of the column because I think lots of folks are talking up Collins. Well, along with Collins is the run blocking for periods of time was freaking great. Oh yeah, that's second it, half. you know, it was it was great. Yeah, we came out and just destroyed even the first quarter. You hinted at it earlier that it wasn't that bad of a quarter. It was. It was way. The second quarter was a disaster.
1: And nobody, um, and even if you go to the second quarter, not a single offensive lineman missed a block on a running play, which is amazing. <laughs> I, th-
0: I think I know why. <laughs> I think I think I saw you, you know, send out a tweet that in the yeah. second quarter <laughs> they, they ran the ball zero, zero times. Zero times. Yeah. So that's that's one way to that's a really how you good get a pee. perfect quarter. That's how you do it. So yeah. All right. So that's the out. It's for Fuller. When you're blocking, you you got to use your hands. All right. There was so much good here. I mean, that's the thing. That's what we keep saying. That's what we keep saying all season, every single recap. I do want to start here. This is quarter one, nine minutes to go, zero, zero ball game at this point. And this is a um, a deep shot, deep shot down the, the left-hand side to Deontay Johnson. And we. I'm calling out the specific play. It's emblematic of how number two played pretty much the whole game. DJ Reed Making, you know, making the play on the ball. Just, he played, I thought, uh, sans one or two plays that, that he gave up, but he was targeted quite a bit. DJ Reed was awesome in this game. I thought he was outstanding. Best game of the year I've seen him play. He made multiple plays in the first half and really throughout the entire game. I just want to pause there and send it over to you and say, what did you see from Reed? What did you see from maybe others out there also from the DBs that maybe, you know, did give you some hope?
1: I mean, I I don't know if this is going to come up later, but I I feel like if I'm going to point my finger toward one particular cornerback, it's going to be on the opposite side, and it's not the guy who's yes. Sidney Jones. It's it's the guy who replaced him.
0: Yep, and and uh, we are I I do want to touch on that one. Later. Okay, that, okay. You know, well, we'll stick but, with
1: Reed for now. Yes. Uh. Yeah. I th- I thought this was a good game by Reed. I I have my uh, and and when you look at his statistics, uh, four receptions throwing his way out of eight targets. So 50%, that is that is good. Uh, yeah, gave up 61 good. yards, 10 yards after the catch. Yeah, that's uh, considering the number of targets. It was that average out to two and a half yards uh, after the catch. So a good stat line for DJ Reed, for sure.
0: Yeah, and he's going to factor into another in that's going to go to somebody else. Another key play as well, where I just thought he did his job better than I've seen him do it. And as a unit across the board, our DBs played pretty well. When, when we, you know, it turns out when we used uh, defensive backs to uh, cover people, um, <laughs> they did pretty well. So yeah. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, not, not a bad idea to use, use your DBs to, to cover, to cover people that the, the play I'm not even going to mention. It's not even in the out column. You're probably picking up what I'm, what I'm putting down there and, I'm not even. I'm not even going there. So, uh, anything else on, on the DB side, or, or are you ready to hit the whammy button? Well, there?
1: I guess let's flip it back over to the outside.
0: All right, let's go. Let's go. Speaking of doing odd things with um, players that are on the line of scrimmage, I'm not going to talk about the Mayo play on Najee Harris. Everybody's talking about that. I. What can I say? But I agree. What can I say besides? I don't want to see a defensive end covering a, a shifty.
1: This is the, first, know, touchdown, right? the... the, fir- the first touchdown, right?
0: The first touchdown out of the backfield, and, and you know, and then we see number ten, and we're like, "Ooh, number ten, that's a DB." Nope, that, you know, that's <laughs> we're still a little. Tri- I think we're still tricked by that. I think that's what maybe Pete, maybe Pete, and uh, you know, Ken Norton are anchoring on. They're like they're not used to it yet. They're going to think it's a defensive back. It's cool. It's cool until it's not. But another one we did again early in the game. We're pressing. We're 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 up. We're up on them. And we, you know, it's it's it seems like it's more like the San Francisco game early. And I'm and I'm I'm like this is this is better. This is what we this is what we call for. Q one, uh, four fifty to go, zero zero. This is after the Barton goof. I'm not sure I blame Barton, but the punt is down by Amadi at like the half yard line. Man, and then it trips tri- over
1: his own dude. Yeah, he trips and, over DJ yeah.
0: Dallas, and he's in the end zone. It, it all. It was like all that kind of stuff doomed us. Like little things like that just doomed us throughout the, throughout the entire game. Like little execution things didn't go away. The next play though. So they get the ball, you know, they get the ball placed at the uh, the 20, right? Um, the next play, we rushed two. We rushed two dudes yeah. on the next play. in And I went back and watched it. I was like, what happened here? Like, how, and how'd they get a nine yard dump off to, you know, Muth, Friar Muth? It was wide open when we rushed two. So I went back and looked at it. It's actually kind of an interesting little, I mean, I'm not saying it worked, but Puna and Monet, both tag team Eric Ebron. So they take him, Trey Brown follows a wide receiver downfield down left-hand side. And then Jordan Brooks, he has a choice to go cover the flat, which is where, you know, Frymuth is going. Right. Or, or triple team, Eric Ebron. <laughs> Brandon, do you know which one he chose?
1: Hey, he, tri- he chose the triple team.
0: He the, the Seahawks successfully shut down Eric Ebron because obviously <laughs> the man's gonna run end arounds all day long. And so they triple Ebron. Fryermuth is out in the flat, and this this play design to confuse, you know, old Ben um just blows up in their face. And it's 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 like maybe conceptually rushing to sp- Maybe not a good idea anyway. And then, but then execution wise, it's a fail. It's just Brooks fail. I, it, it, as far as I could diagnose it, that's Brooks's guy. He's wide open. Roethlisberger does not have a strong arm. So he just, you know, gets, he just, you know, rookie of the year floats it out there to him. And Firemuth does this thing and gets nine yards on first down. It was just frustrating as, as all get out to be a weird. T- a weird play call, and then to have poor execution on top of it. It was just emblematic of when we do dumb things with people that really ought to be rushing the passer.
1: There's a time in my mind where you would choose to run that play call. And that time is when you just see Ben dropping back immediately, getting rid of the ball, dropping back, immediately getting the ball. He is just tearing you up because he's just, he's getting rid of it so quickly and four straight plays. He's getting into a rhythm And that's when you say, okay, let's just rush to drop nine back. Maybe with him getting rid of it so quickly, we can disrupt this timing and this rhythm that he's in. That wasn't the situation here. This was first down the very first play
0: of the drive. I I almost, (laughs) yes. (laughs) I mean, you you nailed it. There's not much else to say there except for, you know, and to, to preface all that again with up until that point, they were not having success. You know, they, we, we were, we were shutting them, shutting their, their offense down routinely until we just, we just gave, we, we gave them, we gave them those yards. And, and I realized they don't score on that drive, but again, things like that just kept coming back to me. I was like, I got to call that one out. Cause it's just, it's just a big bag of dumb. And, um, I agree with you. Uh, there's, but then t- again, t- if, if
1: Brooks, you know, maybe covers the guy who doesn't have anybody on him versus the guy who has two players already on him,
0: uh, maybe, that, maybe
1: that works out a little bit differently.
0: Could have been tackled for, you know, gain of three or whatever. Like, maybe it's uh, it's deflected. Yeah, it yeah. c- could be. So, you know, I don't know if it's Brooks. I don't know if it's the play call. I just, I it, it was genuflecting when there was just no darn good reason to, you know, k- kiss the ring at that point because they had done nothing to deserve that treatment. Okay, so... I'm gonna hit this one up and say, a didn't hear any more news today except for that Taylor traveled home with the team. He has all his, you know, everything he he wants to do with his, his extremities. They're working fine. Obviously, you don't put a, a dude back on a plane. Awesome, 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 awesome. awesome. A- obviously, awesome. Pete was um,
1: asked in his 7:10 interview if there was any chance that Taylor could be ready to go. As crazy as it sounds by the New Orleans game on Monday night. And Pete wasn't ready to go there quite yet, but um it it at least it sounded as though, yeah, more more positive things than negative.
0: Yeah, which is which would be which wouldn't be totally, totally surprising, right? It's like, hey, you could have a nasty shot that looks bad and nasty. And you know, as much as I could blast the NFL for doing a lot of things that I question, um being overly, overly cautious, as cautious as possible with deck injuries. Ain't gonna be one of them. Yeah. Right. So they they do the right thing. And it's scary, of course, looking. Uh, and the good news is most of the time it's not a Shazir, you know, a, a thing thing there. So, which is good. Doesn't seem to be that whatsoever. And hopefully we get Taylor back because we could use him versus Saints <laughs> because we don't seem to have a freaking pass rush without him, by the way. So uh-huh. dudes who make dudes who make a lot of money, this is not an out, this is an in, dudes who make a lot of money and new dudes we brought in. Sure, ain't getting to the pass rusher. And you know, it's not like not that Big Ben is Lamar Jackson either, right? But Q3, 17-14, Stellars, and it's 135 to go in, in the third quarter. It's third and seven. And this is the play. Again, DJ Reed ends up breaking a play up down the left hand side this time. Nice 25, 30 yard deep shot. Uh, Taylor is on Big Ben in like 1.9 seconds. It is like maybe even faster. If people want to go back and like re-watch a play and be like, is somebody special? Do they have a special trait? So quarter three, 135 to go, third and seven. Watch how damn quick Taylor gets into, into Big Ben's grill. He has to get rid of it, barely gets rid of it, disrupts the entire play. Reed makes a nice stop and they got they got to punt the ball away. But man oh man, we, we talked about this last week, Brandon. Like, hey, can he get some more snaps? Can he? We know he's showing out. Can he be? that special more often can he show out that much more often with with all all health things considered here if this dude can just stay healthy he's putting together a season that is if you get get right back on the field he's cruising towards 10 plus sacks cruising and that this and again all intents and purposes this is his rookie year he is cruising to 10 12 sacks if he stays healthy
1: the meaning behind this particular play too is that uh, the the Seahawks had just got their second touchdown to bring it within three. It gave the offense the opportunity, gave them back the football, and they were able to uh, ultimately get into field goal range on the next drive. Now, we can talk about that third down that didn't go so great that led to that field goal. Oh, but boy, yes, yeah. it was it was this play that led to the punt that allowed the team to get back in it, get it tied up in the fourth quarter, and made you think that, yeah, Maybe Geno could lead this team to a fourth quarter
0: victory. I mean, it certainly felt that that that's how it was going to go, right? So that that particular play, the Big Ben fumble play, there, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put a, I'm not gonna put a penalty a you know a, a dumb call by the refs on the outside of the ledger, but after the fumble, a phantom hold on Jamar. I mean, just complete phantom. It's just uh, Super Bowl it was. Super, I, I... It's a phantom hold. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's it's just. It's not a freaking hold. It's it just it wasn't you know, now.
1: You want to see a phantom hold? Go back to Super Bowl 40. Super Bowl 40. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, I know. And that that was a phantom hold. Yeah, this uh, but this, this is yeah, this I is could,
0: more the, the it's, it's, not a, a, it's, a, a, it's 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 it's
1: one of those things Duke that goal. they don't call. And ba- ba- I mean they call it ever. here.
0: Yeah, it's but, yeah, but but to your point like it, it certainly did feel uh, that we had, we had, we had momentum. We had, and again, we're talking like we had momentum. We could have won. We should have won. We didn't win. It's one of those things where that, that might be, might be a symbol, symbol of, of not a great team, but I'm not, I'm not willing to go there yet. Now, now do thanks think to replay
1: review. Gosh, you know, you have, oh, yeah. you have that holding, you have the Ben, uh, pass that was called incomplete. It, it, we were a Geno Smith, you know, illegal block on a tackle away from a trifecta in this game w- from the yeah. referees.
0: Yeah, we, we certainly were. Um, and, you know, at a- end of the day, you know, you just, you can't, you can't depend on the refs Not to Not that get, we're to get still better about Super
1: Bowl 40. Yeah,
0: yeah no, my gosh. I, uh, you know, I, I, I am, you you, you, can, you can hit the button now, it's fine, I, I am. And that was an in, <laughs> by the way, that was an in. All right, we, we'll get to the last out here. Um, Q2, 7 nothing. 4-0-7 to go. Pittsburgh's on the Seattle 31. Now, this is after Brian Monet for some reason decides to rip an offensive lineman's helmet off. <laughs> you know, th- that's not the out I'm going to call out. But if you're, if you're, I understand it's heat of the battle. I I get that. I understand things get heated in the trenches. If you're actively ripping another player's helmet off in the play, you might, you might get called. You might get flagged for 15 yards. You know where I could where I can complain about a phantom hold. This was this was an obvious one, and that's not the out that that moves the ball forward to the thirty one. So right after that play, it's a little dump off to to, uh, to Harris, so Najee Harris, and I think I think it's Dunlap. I think he creates some good good pressure here, and to the side you got Sidney Jones, who's got who's got you know he's got sideline. We're good. He's got sideline covered, and then you got Marquise Blair, who I thought played a pretty good game otherwise. You got Marquise Blair going to square up Harris, and he can't go outside. It, that's completely covered. Now, I, Harris is a talented back. I get it. Harris hits the old B button spin move and just jukes Blair so badly. Goes upfield for uh six yards, makes it second and four. And there's, you know, there's, there's other things that happen here, ends up with a third and three later. And that's when uh Alton Robinson jumps off sides to give him the first down. It was a bit of a comedy of errors and playing clean and making open field tackles. It's one thing if I'm like, all right, you're one-on-one on a dude and Najee Harris makes a great play and jukes you. That's one thing. This was not. This was two-on-one where one side is completely covered. The only thing you can't let him do is get back inside and you failed to do so. Yeah. Cost them crucial, crucial yards right there and they end up making it 14-0 on that drive. So got I, I like the way Blair played for the most part. We got to execute. He's got, he's got to take the L on that play. Don't know if that one stuck with you.
1: It, it, it stuck with me in the way that you, you, you almost made it sound like Sidney Jones had no fault in this play at all. But if you go back and watch Sidney Jones tackle attempt, uh, I don't even think he got a hand around the ankles of Harris. Like he literally dove at Harris, at, at Harris's feet and, and ended up with nothing. So if, if you say that he doesn't deserve any of the blame on this, Uh, the man just dove to the ground and nothing happened.
0: (laughs) So we got Najee Harris with with the Madden, you know, B spin move. And we got Sidney Jones with the Tecmo bowl. I'm not sure if that's a or B, but the, just the straight dive where, where, you know, except it's diagonally
1: in the opposite direction. It's, it's (laughs) one of those.
0: (laughs) And he gets nothing. He did. He actually did that last week too. There was a play to the side on the right-hand side where he dove early. Oh, I think it was the deflection play that a cup ended up, um, you know, getting after, after Jordan Brooks deflected it. Um, so that's two in a, two in a row there. So I'm okay to share the land there. It's you know we have the brand in. We haven't had that in a few weeks. So if this is the a shared out. And you want to loop Jones in? I'm okay with it. Um, open field tackling. Yeah, you got you. Got to stick the guy. You have to stick the guy. So those are the three outs. We does leave us to land us land us on an in, which maybe we can talk about some open field tackling. What do you All say? All right, let's get to it. All right. So the only you know blessing in disguise silver lining here is that when we lose we do get to finish with an in
1: um and in this particular game we get to finish with a soul being taken on the field
0: beautiful 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 you know uh, way, way to frame that up and it's you know so I think the the listeners who've heard this show before you're probably grooving on this by now but we're talking this is now overtime. Right. This is third and four, five fifteen to go in overtime. Pittsburgh's got the ball. Uh, I think they're at like their own twenty-six yard line. Oh, this is the play. So Dunlap. So Dunlap doesn't show up in the in the stat sheet. We just I don't think he had any stats. Like literally, not uh, being literal here. However, on this play, he smokes his guy. You know, beats whoever the right end is there, the right uh, right tackle. Beats him badly, and he forces Ben just out out of the pocket real quickly. And Ben has to make a decision gets a dump-off pass to Ray-Ray to McLeod, number 14. Remember, it's third and four. So let me just ask you this. When you saw where Ray-Ray was and the screen, right, what was what was available to us from our point of view, what were you thinking in the moment that the ball's over to Ray-Ray? That, that's a first down.
1: Big Ben just checked it down to the open guy. That guy's going to, you know, scoot up the field for a yard or two and get the first down.
0: Yeah, ease, easily, right? Especially from what we've seen from up, players who may not be on this team any longer right with cushions and things of that nature but instead or, or players
1: who were on the field uh, just a couple quarters before and we just discussed in the out column
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah who who was in the game then out of the game but then somehow was back in the game for some reason until he was out of the game again um so why don't you take this one away so instead of the 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 easy conversion which we all, I think, all felt like, ah, oh, crap. They're just going to move the chains here. Instead,
1: yes, blazing what in, happens? blazing in from outside of the screen. You see, Trey Brown just comes screaming in, and like a brick wall, Ray Ray McLeod runs into Trey Brown and goes nowhere, and yeah. for for a stop, and then a punt back to the Seahawks after they had gotten the ball first in overtime. You know, Russ is out there making the coin flip call to get the Seahawks (laughs) the ball first. And then, you know, they don't go anywhere with it. You're thinking, okay, well, now Pittsburgh's going to get the ball. All they need is a field goal. And yes, Trey Brown coming in and just sticking it to Ray Ray McLeod and getting the ball back for the Seahawks in overtime.
0: It was a beautiful play. You know, it was it was a get up off the couch, even though it was late uh, play. And I went back and paused it and I was like, all right. How far away is he when he starts to break? Just like, you know, physically, what's the space there to go look at? The best I like, could mark it was about seven or eight yards. Yeah, I was thinking
1: five, but
0: yeah. You no, know, it's it's a little deeper. Okay. Yeah, because he, he's coming in from about the 35-yard line when, when he recognizes that's to his side. Now, by the way, you might be like, well, what's he got that much room for? That wasn't his guy. Yeah, Trey, You know, if you watch the, the onset of the play, Trey Brown is just, you know, just lining back he's he's got a dude you know he, he got a man so he's he's backing up with his guy makes the recognition it's just that it's just that tenacity it's that it's that break on the ball and and he, he stuck him you know there's i don't want to belabor it you you hit it perfectly it was just so dang refreshing to see a rookie who we've been waiting for and you know it was like hey he's he's sticky he's twitchy he hits hard. He's he's undersized for a corner, but he, the NFL's kind of changing and maybe, you know, if I could change and you could change and DJ Reed could be good, let's get another guy like DJ Reed and we don't need a 6 foot 3 corner. You know, we always talk about how the Seahawks don't change and the Seahawks never make pivots. Well, I mean, a little, little bit of credit where where credit's due. They made a sea change in their in their uh philosophy with what their corners have to look like to be successful on this team. So, at least recognize that as fans and just don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And while we're doing that, we could celebrate that number 22 looks like a baller. This guy looks like he could freaking play.
1: And you listen to him after the game in the post game press conference. And the, the guy was glowing and it, it was a little bit weird because it came immediately after DK Metcalf's press conference where he was just furious and fuming. And then you could just, you could tell because he, he knew that he had played well. And that uh, and, you know, that with this being his first game back, like he was genuinely excited just about his, you know, being able to perform in the NFL. And he was asked about this and, you know, the way that he diagnosed it, just seeing that, you know, Ben, uh, the way his shoulders return, the way the, you know, the the receiver, he was he was able to come off his guy and, and take out the uh, take out McLeod there because of. It, just what he was diagnosing in that particular moment. And, and hearing that from a rookie is, yeah, you know, it, it's one thing if it's a veteran player where, you know, you talk about a guy who studies a bunch of tape and, you know, that's the the type of guy that they are, but to hear it from a rookie, uh, I I'm excited about Trey Brown.
0: Yeah. So much so that, that I even believe that if he broke on a pass over the middle, he might use his hands. <laughs> He might, he might not let it rattle off his face. He he may actually put his hands up there to try and catch it. Yeah, right? it's, so, it's
1: weird that you could actually uh, also target a receiver while also maybe looking if the ball is coming your direction. Uh, I, <laughs> can yeah, can, can these two things happen
0: at once? Can, right? Can I mean, you do we're both ta- things? We, maybe we're talking about great instincts from Trey Brown, and of course, I'm I'm jabbing at at Jamal, uh, deservedly so, and great. Beautiful instincts, beautiful instincts on both of those plays. One was fully executed, one was not. But let's. But that is it. In we're excited about Trey Brown. We're not excited about two and four. Um. But Brandon, you know what we are excited about? We do have a great section from the flock, and we got we got a lot of a lot of cool takes. So before we do get to from the flock, if you're new to three and three out, you might be like, "What the heck is from the flock, dudes?" Well, Brandon, why don't you tell people what is from the flock and how can they become a part of from the flock.
1: Yes. Our from the flock segment is where we get you, the listeners involved because we want to hear what your thoughts are throughout the game, three in three out style. And so you can go on Twitter. You can tweet at Clinton bond using the hashtag three I three O and let us know your ins, your outs throughout the game is a good time to do it. Or after the game, if you're rewatching it much like, you know, those of us who are, uh, you know, just maybe sick a little bit that like to watch losses back a second time. But uh, <laughs> if, if that's you, uh, then that's how you could do it. You could also join our discord group. You can go to uh, patreon.com slash flock and a donation of $3 a month or more gets you into our discord group and yeah, become become a part of the flock and you can hear your voice heard in this current segment that we're getting into.
0: Yeah, and it's it's a it's a ton of fun. It's I say it all the time. I live in Connecticut, you know, but and and I have friends from literally around the globe that I get to watch the game with because of the awesome community that uh Brandon and Adam have have, you know, have grown throughout And you the, throughout you're, you're a
1: part of this too. You're helping grow this I, too now, Clinton.
0: I I, I I I'm sprinkling some water here and there is is what I'm doing. But I but I appreciate that. And that's and that's that's nice. And speaking of appreciation, it does mean it's probably time to get into from the flock. So we'll start with this luscious one from DK's deltoids, who is Hector Mark in the in the old Discord? He's saying he's saying what we're saying. He's saying DJ Reed playing the ball, which is multiple times. Lovely start because you know I, I like when I'm I like when I'm validated and vindicated, and people are like, "Yeah, man, you're seeing what I'm seeing." So to Hector, good job there.
1: Jason Bonnert comes in with an in says halftime adjustments, and yeah, the the fact that they completely got away from the run in the second quarter and then just came back in that third quarter and they hammered the rock over and over again. And even one of the pass plays, it was just a throw out to DK. So he could run the ball essentially from the outside. So that, that,
0: that, that was basically a run play. Yeah. A little, little wide receiver screen that, you know, but, but that's two weeks in a row that DK has made a wide receiver yeah. screen work. Whereas really hasn't worked uh, too well for some of our other dudes like Swain and stuff, but but to, I got to ask you real quick with the halftime adjustments, do you credit Waldron or do you credit, you know, Carol running in there and saying, you know, hey, Shane, the main brain, we're running the friggin' ball? Who, who do you, I, you think know, had more influence? You know where
1: my answer is going to be, I think, just based on how you asked the question. And <laughs> it seems like a Pete Carroll thing uh, to where he's making that adjustment.
0: Yeah, for sure. And just by the way, Flock to Miss Prime, Keith was like, I was going to say that in the Discord. So clearly, Keith was feeling the halftime adjustments as well. I would think that's me now. So we had Carcar. All right. Saying, hey, out to that horrible injury for Taylor. We all agree with that one for sure. And then Carcar says, letting that field goal happen by missing a key tackle. I don't know what play that is. So, Brandon, if you, if do you recall, may, that must have been to make it 20 to 17, I guess.
1: This was right around midfield, if I remember right. And they did have a third and long. And I'm trying to figure out which field goal it was exactly. But they had. Hmm. I, I just I remember at one point in the game, the Steelers had a third and long and they picked up a pretty good amount of yards on third down and mm. got the field goal. I think it was that third and 14 and they got uh, a throw out to Fryermuth for 12 yards. But I guess it still would have been they picked up 12 yards on that play. So that. Oh, no, no, no. If this was fourth quarter because it was um they were on the Seattle 46. So they had just crossed midfield. It was third and fifteen. This was uh, th- this was the series where it was the offensive pass interference on Claypool on yep, second okay. down that backed him up to second and fifteen. They shut him down on second down. Then on third and fifteen, it was just a, a short dump off pass uh, to to Harris, and he picked up twelve yards.
0: Ugh. Yeah, so kind of gross. And, and then, then they and got Carr, a fifty-two Carr,
1: yard field goal. So yeah, oh, if, that's
0: when they banged the fifty. Okay, okay, that it all all come back to me now. Yeah, you know, I re rewatched most of it, but but didn't but didn't recall that play. But Car certainly did called it out. All right, moving on.
1: Designed Pete's beach house comes in says Adams missing that interception that hit him in the friggin' face. One that would have saved a score.
0: Yeah, and, may, and maybe even could have been. I don't mean, not sure it's a pick six, but if you got that kind of momentum and you're facing at that point, you're really facing Big Ben and a bunch of old linemen, yeah, right? You're I like, don't care. May, uh,
1: just, they, they get, the Seattle gets the ball back in that situation, and yeah, that yeah. Uh, that potentially saves a score by the uh, by the Steelers there. So let
0: me ask you real quickly: What was your immediate reaction watching watching the play? Like your immediate reaction? Uh,
1: well, I it. Uh, it hit off of him so quick that I I needed to see a replay.
0: Gotcha. I I I put my head down. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just I was watching. I was like, yeah, and I just like, I just collapsed my head, and I was like, I didn't realize it hit him in the head at that point. I just realized he didn't catch it, and I I saw that it was Adams, and yeah, you know, we've been talking for since a whole year now. Going that, earlier
1: in the game too. Uh,
0: well, that one that one is like you know. It, Taylor, I think had a better shot at it. Yeah. And I think he was like, he was, I'm not going to disrupt Taylor. He's got the better shot. He, However, he also had there Claypool
1: was, draped on his back.
0: Yeah. But there's also like, he, I thought he was going to go for like the low scoop. Like it's mm-hmm. like, all right, if he misses it, that I'll be another layer, like a little catch all down here. Uh, yeah. N- neither of them caught the ball. No, nobody got it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're moving on here. Car car does say DK Metcalf almost losing us the game before we lost it ourselves. Um, this is even like, I think it was it was uh, Shannon Sharp calling him out on Twitter, being like, hey, enough with the hero ball. Don't be a dum-dum. Like, you made the nice play. Get your butt out of bounds. Kind of saw this last year with against the Niners, right? In a, in a, in a crucial game. I think it was last year. Uh, maybe two years ago now. And, you know, uh, DK, I think his heart's in the right place, but sometimes sometimes the execution of the, the brain, just, you know, he's, he's trying for that extra yardage where you got to realize What's more important is the time, not the extra yard or two that you could possibly
1: get. If he steps out there, there's probably still 15 seconds on the clock. And yeah, then you yeah. are able to run maybe even a play, maybe even two plays before kicking the field goal. And ultimately they got to hurry just to get the spike down. Freddie Swain heads up play by him to get the ball back into the middle. And because yeah, if the rest don't stop the play, even though they waited to stop the play, uh,
0: <laughs> I did love that coach Russ was out in the field, you yeah. know, telling Swain, <laughs> tell Swain. like, tell him Swain, get over there, dude, get and, over there. And, and, and literally
1: get, on the field. Russ was literally
0: yeah. on the field. Yep. Literally on the field. So, uh, which was just everything about everything about Russ, the pregame thing. It's, it's so corny and dorky <laughs> and yet lovable and Russ. It's like, well, that's, 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 that's our him. quarterback. That is that's our
1: quarterback him. and B wags biceps comes in. He's got one in for our quarterback too. Russ doing his best. Geno impression <laughs> and winning the coin toss.
0: That's it. You know, tails never fails. PNW Hulk has in Trey Brown with the OT stick. Obviously he saw it the way we saw it because a lot of people react to that in the discord. And we, we crowned that as one of the, one of the three ends and probably the one we were most excited about too.
1: John Ryan's face comes in with the end saying the Hawks didn't quit.
0: Great quick synopsis. You know, it's like, we talked about this on the what if show that what if culture does matter? You know, it's like, oh, the game's past Pete by. Okay. You know, maybe but there's, there's arguments to be had there, you know, and then we go run the ball and, and, and we get back in the game playing quote unquote ball. But one thing the team did not do was give up. This team did not give in, did, did not give up. On and him. down 14 so
1: points going into halftime. Yeah. You could see that as a possibility, right?
0: 100 percent like it it was it felt deflated and I'm texting with my family and my dad my dad's like don't give up he's like don't he's like you don't know how they could come out and my dad's a Giants fan so he knows about you know crap teams especially at this point I'll, I'll hop right into Frost and we'll kick it back to you because Frost was also on Trey Brown just saying tight coverage big spots everything you want to see from from our rookie CB he's right about that
1: yeah. And when you look at Trey Brown's stat line, the number four ranked defender by pro football focus, he was Dang. in there for 40 total snaps. So 40 out of the 75, he played almost half the game. Uh, he did come in on that third series, which was apparently uh, uh, by design, according to Pete Carroll after the game, and then, you know, had to come in after the Sidney Jones injury only gave up two receptions out of five targets. And nine total yards. So uh, a pretty, and and of those two catches, only four yards after the catch. Yeah. So very nice stat line from Brown.
0: He looked great. He looked great. He did. You know, it's, uh, he's, it's dudes like that, that could become quick, quick fan favorites. You know, the the same reasons we, we gravitate towards Neil because the dude's flying around the ball and, there's a palpable difference when they are on the field. And that's what it felt like with Trey. So one game does not make a Hall of Fame career, but I, and I he's love a rookie. Him. We could see some down.
1: The, you know, don't of if course he has a down game. Don't don't be all over Trey Brown. Oh, I thought this guy was good. Uh he's a rookie. Give him time. But I hope that we actually do give him time. And that, you know, hopefully Sidney Jones is fine. It's not a big time injury that's keeping him out, but hopefully it's because of Trey Brown's play and Pete Carroll seeing that. Against the Steelers, that that's the guy who's in the starting lineup opposite DJ Reed. Come next week,
0: I'll say it real quickly. Let's not do what we did versus when we went when Ryan Neal shut down the 49ers, and we're like, yes, we finally figured it out. And then he gets six defensive snaps against the Rams. Pete, I know you're listening. Ken Norton Jr., I hope you're listening. <laughs> I hope you're listening. Just you know, let let Trey Brown play. Let and by the way, I'll I'll sneak this in there because I've been a proponent of it for a while. Let him return kickoffs. Let Trey Brown return kickoffs. I will, here's a sneaky in. This is not on the ledger here. Our kickoff blocking has been phenomenal this year. We don't have the right horse. DJ Dallas does the best he can with his God-given abilities. And it's okay. You put a dude back there that can burn when D gets healthy, when Trey Brown's playing, we can take multiple kickoffs to the house this year if we have the right guy back there let trey brown return some freaking kickoffs
1: and and let somebody displace uh tyler lockett as the punt return guy because we saw tyler back there receiving punts late in the game and that's there's a reason for that it's because everybody else has stunk back there and yeah i don't want to see tyler back there uh returning punts i i want to see somebody else doing it
0: yeah at this point in his career I agree. It's like and to be like he's our best guy at that right now. It's like oh man, and I love I love Lockett. Yeah, it's it was cool to see him. It's like oh, it's it's Tyler. <laughs> um, at the same time, it's like don't we got younger dudes who, who could do that? Okay. You know, so.
1: they haven't shown that they can actually catch the football and hold on to it in in pretty important times. So in in some aspects, it's good to see Lockett back there, but in others, not so much. Yep. Moving back to the out, a prolific day from Car Car. Out, knowing that there's a good chance we win that game if Wilson isn't injured.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I'd say flatly, there's a good chance we win most games if Russell Wilson's our quarterback, because in nine plus years, just look at our record like that's 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 kind of been the jam. Right. So and again, I think Geno was. I think Gino played well. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think right. he played well enough. Let's put it that way. He played pretty good. He made some good passes, man. Right, we got one from Hong Kong Hawk. He's got a double-edged sword here. He goes out. Hong Kong's draconian COVID policy has made me cancel my trip to Houston. In Hong Kong. Hong Kong's draconian COVID policy has made me cancel my trip to Houston. So in the sober yin raging rang special here, Hong Kong Hawk, Dave Blomquist, captures that and tells us He no longer is making it to Houston because apparently he's not allowed to.
1: I like right hand Dan here. Alex Collins, and he just has in as part of Alex Collins' name. In DJ Dallas has some good kick returns.
0: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) there. I mean, again, he did his best, you know. So sure,
1: and and then ran straight ahead and then into a guy who. I, you know what? I don't even think he ran into a defender. I think he ran into the back of his own man who was yeah, blocking so for him.
0: Yep, I think so too. Yeah, he just okay. he like he, he spiraled into his own guy, like he just crashed into it. Yep. Uh, I think you got it right.
1: Out lost to a quarterback who fumbles the ball on a bump fake. Yep. And out the taller Geno Smith somehow can't seem to beat the D line with his throws. So many batted down at the line.
0: Yeah. All true things, but great, great recap. I read right-hand right Dan there. He's, he's, you know, he ain't wrong. I'm, ain't I'm wrong. glad we didn't and, uh, get
1: through this without talking about the the number of batted passes that Geno Smith threw because that was infuriating. Yeah,
0: It would have been, it was like four or five, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was yeah, at I least we were, three we,
1: by halftime.
0: Yeah. I think we were like getting to second hand, you know, like literally ne- needing a sixth or seventh digit. I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is a lot to process. Uh, Jer- Jeremy Evergreen does a nice job here. He goes out Carlos Dunlap, once again, he puts up a zero stat line. Um, you know, you can't argue with those stats. I called out earlier that Dunlap two hurry. was there. He
1: he, he had two yeah. hurries.
0: There you go. I think I think we talked about both of them. He does say in to Jason Myers basically being clutch, right? Those those are tough kicks. And the, and with the whole delay at the end of the game, and is there a second? Is there three seconds? It was basically, basically like the longest period of icing the kicker without having to call a timeout. Calm, cool, and collective. He just puts it right through. Myers did a nice job.
1: Bwag's wags biceps. I want to give an end to the running game and defense for keeping the game close enough so Gino wasn't forced to pass the ball 50 times. I reckon that was pretty much what we can reasonably expect from a quarterback who hasn't seen a relevant game since forever.
0: Yeah, pretty logical and even keel take right there, right? Again, say it. I'll say it one more time. Gino played well enough for us to win that ball game. I, I realize he fumbled and... That stinks. And, uh, you know, players like TJ Watt make TJ Watt-like plays. That's just the way it goes. We Back on Facebook now with the uh, Seahawks, Seahawkers pod, Ring of Honor. Uh, is it is it Boucher? Boucher? How does he say his name? Bobby Boucher? Bobby Boucher.
1: Chris Boucher.
0: He goes, he goes Boucher. Okay, so Chris Boucher. He goes I, out. Actually, i
1: actually, I've asked him before and now I can't remember. I think it might be Boucher.
0: <laughs> okay, well, if it's Boucher, if it's Boucher. No, you well, know what? I
1: think it is Boucher because it's it's just like uh, the
0: water boy. Like The Exactly. Yeah. With Vicky Valancourt and the whole thing. And so out, he says, no, Alex Collins in overtime. And he was, I think he was just didn't realize when he sent this out that, well, Collins got dinged. I I think it was on that play that got called back for holding that Collins takes a hit to his hip and wasn't in the game. And not all the punches by
1: TJ Watt.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Not the, the drive by mugging. Not that.
1: Kevin Moore says two fumbles that have a low chance of happening in the final minutes of the game. Hashtag out. Hashtag. I hate the Steelers more.
0: Yep. I agree with those hashtags. (laughs) I agree with that sentiment. And, and we, you know, you know, Dallas fumbled, got the ball back. DK fumbled. Swain train gets the ball. You know, and the third third times uh, uh, not a charm for us is, is what it boiled down to. And speaking of charms, though, we got Bob Meek. I think I think this is the first time that I've seen Bob Meek out, out on Twitter. He goes I, three I two dives to Alex Collins and a pass to DJ Dallas on a drive when we should have been driving for another score. This whole section of the game, we didn't talk much mm, about this. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a letting up or a especially after um, then there was later when Collins was out of the game. And we still treated the game as if we had the dynamic running back. It's like mm, we lost that guy. Like let, let let Gino go throw the ball downfield a bit more. Let, let hey go to go to DK more. Go to go to Gerald Everett who made a great play. Go to him more. But we just kind of stuck in the zone of. We could beat you on the ground where the game called for one more adjustment. We did not make that adjustment.
1: This series to me, I think this is what Bob is getting at. This series was after they had just had so much, so much success running the football and they ultimately went three and out. And I could not for the life of me after having so much success running the ball that they don't run one play action pass on that. They, they go run, run. And then the pass to Dallas wasn't even, I think it was, I think they had five wide. So it wasn't even, there was not even a threat for play action. And the fact that they didn't do that in that situation, I, I thought was a, a big mistake.
0: And I think you called that out on either Twitter or this discord or both at that point saying, Hey, like, but your point is the point, right? When, when you, when you establish something, <laughs> that's you, when you, you, that's gain, when you fake them out. Yeah. You gain the social capital to do the next thing. Well, and then you just, didn't do it. Just didn't try. And then they to, waited until
1: overtime yep. and on the one overtime, it, I felt like they expected it.
0: It was a bit of like a little, you know, it was just like a like a re rearranging of some of the times the plays were called but then again there was like a third and seven draw to homer that came up roses yes. right so it's like i you know it, i know we could be nitpicky but it, but i agree like we we earned the right to to run play action successfully and we just squandered it with that drive so good call up by bob and you were on it while while it was happening too
1: bailey with the big big in and that's bailey lilborn out on twitter Big big end to Gerald Everett for that grown man catch and run.
0: That was an exciting play. I mean, that's just one of those things where I think Everett touched the ball twice. The first was that the pop pass to start the game, um, which didn't go anywhere, and then that play where he just he looked bigger and stronger than the other the other dudes on the field. And man, that was that was fun. It's, you know, it's like, hey, can we can we get some? I mean, that's the thing about this game. We had Everett. We had Uncle Will. We had Penny Hart. We had Freddie Swain. Like. We had this cast of you know, character actors making plays, and we just didn't get the win. It's like this was the perfect character actor W to go get. That's why maybe it stings so much still.
1: Well, why don't you close this off? Because I see that uh, you had... I, was yeah. this an in? Was this, this was, an out? <laughs> this was no, you. This,
0: this was this was uh, the early play to to Travis Homer, where he he you know gets like a little dump out of the backfield yes. and breaks breaks like seventeen tackles all of a sudden. And I, I was like, wow, okay, Trav and and Bridget, which is a biscuit seven one seven ad on Twitter. She says, bookmark it right now for three and three out because that's a momentum shifter. And you know, just again, it's that idea that we had the ensemble, we got contributions from a lot of different people. And 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 again, this is a Geno Smith-led team. And we, we it slips through the fingers. And, and it's it's you know, now we're two and four, Brandon. So that was that was that was the a lot of different people. The funny part is, man, when you when there's a when there's when we lose, usually the flock is really like the from the flock is more negative than positive. And yet when this game was done, my inside of the ledger was longer, like physically longer than my outside of the ledger. On the rewatch, I know there was sloppiness, but I still saw more good and more positivity and more individual players coming out that I wasn't expecting them to make these kind of plays, and yet yet they did. That's why I'm sticking with my, my guns here, man, that at two and four, it ain't over yet. This is not fire sale season. This is get it together, go beat the Saints, go beat the Jaguars, and get into the bye. Let's... Like I like your your point of view, Brandon. Let's check back in on the buy. This Saints game becomes a very very early season playoff game. Hopefully, it's a playoff atmosphere. Monday night football at Lumen Field. It's, it's it's become a must must win. We gotta find a way to get a W on Monday night.
1: Got the Saints game on Monday night. Then you come back another home game. So you got back to back home games going into the bye week. This this needs to be the time for Gino and team to get a couple wins and have this team going into the bye week with some optimism for the second half of the season.
0: Yes, sir. And with that,
1: there's only one thing left to say. Go Hawks. Go Hawks.